Oftentimes we hear the scripture that talks about God giving us beauty for ashes. It's a topic in many sermons or motivational lessons. It's a hopeful reminder that when we go through pain, that our pain can sometimes turn into purpose. She Speaks Power allows women to speak about their pain into purpose and being that physical light for others by showing the wonders of what God can do and what God has already done. Hey everybody, this is Tracy and welcome to She Speaks Power. This is a platform that empowers women to walk in purpose by sharing other women's healing stories as they push through mountains that may hurt along the way. But God, but yet God, with his strength, they made it over and are now walking out their purpose. She talk more. She talk. She talk more. She talk more. She she talk more. Welcome to the She Talk moment. And in this segment, I'll be sharing some topical stories about me, where I am being transparent and vulnerable about my life and my breakthroughs, or even things I haven't been free from yet. There is a yet. Just being honest, there's always something that we need to break free from. Say that three times fast. There's always a lesson to be learned. Be anxious for nothing. That was a lesson I studied today. Um, I chose that because I suffer from anxiety called generalized anxiety disorder. I didn't always suffer from this. You know, it stemmed from a host of uh, scary and detrimental experiences throughout my life that some may know about and other things only God knows. This once woman who walked the streets at night out in the boondocks from work in the night shift or traveling to various places day or night with people who are just fine in my eyes, you know, riding the somewhat extreme roller coasters and exploring exciting things, you know. Well, she, who is me, became a woman who was afraid to leave her house, to even go to the mailbox or put out her own trash by herself or afraid to go to the market, you know, experiencing daily overwhelming fears that are usually hidden from church friends and family because feeling ashamed or embarrassed or uh, when I share with some, you know, I get the nerve to speak up. <laughs> I feel like I get shut down because I'm a Christian who's supposed to believe. So I crawl back into my shell with God 
and pray for relief and healing. But I'm getting to that point that it's okay because this is my story and it's my story that only I can tell. I'm deciding to take a hold of my story as I still deal with what I go through, as I suffer with body tremors and palpitations on a daily basis. But the difference is, and um, what people don't really see or understand, that I do believe, and like many others, go through storms. But during the storm, God is helping me every day be at peace within the storm while trusting God along the way. Is it easy? <laughs> uh, no. <nah. laughs> but my desire and my longing for healing and purpose helps me keep moving forward, you know. If I fall, he helps me back up. If fear overwhelms me, God helps me calm down, you know. And in the meantime, he is pushing me out of my comfort zone. Oh, a struggle, but... <laughs> I'm willing. And he puts me in situations that requires me to speak or put me in front of people when I want to shy away. But yet, as scary as that is, the determination to be healed flames my willingness to follow God's lead for a greater purpose. There's many stories in me that I have to share, but they come in time, you know, and God will be with me still. There's a purpose in my pain. And with God, he will see me through. And out of this storm, I will receive my beauty for ashes. Today we have a special guest with us who will be sharing her amazing story about God's love and miraculous healing. Born and raised in the church as a preacher's kid and going through her own journey, she is the founder and CEO of Women of God Networking. They help women walk in their God-given journey. She is a mother of two and a grandmother of two. So let's welcome Sean Williams. How are you? I'm fine and yourself. Well, I'm good. I'm very good. I'm glad um you were able to join me today. So and I do thank you for joining us. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So uh tell me more and everyone is listening. Who is Sean Williams? Well, I am um just a woman of God with a purpose. Um I've struggled a whole lot of my life. I'm an only child. Uh, my mother, I'm 47 years old. Um, and as you stated previously, I'm a mother of two girls and I have two grandchildren that are girls as well. And I wanted to leave a legacy behind and just live a better life. So mm -hmm. I came up with Women of God Networking um, just because I wanted to be connected to other women of God and encourage and empower women uh, through my story that we can make it and we can go to heaven, that there's nothing too hard for God. Amen. Amen. So you speak of your, your ministry. 
you know, sharing the love of Jesus daily and, and offering support and God's love. Could you tell us a little bit more about your ministry and what you do? And Well, yeah, I was raised up uh, in Illinois in the mm-hmm. Church of God in Christ by my grandfather, who was the superintendent of the Church of God in Christ. So I was, I knew all I knew about was God all my life. Um, and my mother, she was an evangelist. My dad, he was a pastor. And I just, all I knew was church. You know, we had to go to church Tuesday through Sunday and go back to Tuesday through Sunday. We was just in church every day. In the choir, I played the drums. I still play the drums. Uh, but my main ministry is telling, asking women to repent, um, bringing people back to Christ, letting them know that Jesus Christ is coming back one day, but also listening to their story giving them an opportunity to confess their sins and talk to me like we're just sisters. And then we get to the root of the problem. And as we get to the root of the problem, you know, we cultivate and we lift each other up. We edify each other and we love on each other to the point that the person that God has allowed me to speak to is repenting. They're praying, they're crying. And then they're coming back with a victory testimony talking about what God did for him immediately. Mm-hmm. Because once you get to the root of the problem, you can always start right there. Right. And something can look like it's dead. It can seem like there's no life in it. But if you put Jesus Christ on it, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll grow. It'll start standing up. And when you put the Holy Spirit down on top of it, with it, oh, it becomes unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So I feel like me... God has me at this moment asking people that have been saved already to repent. And then he's also putting me in a place to the sinners that feel lost during this pandemic and during this crisis in time mm-hmm. that are losing their loved ones left and right to be able to tell them, guess what? You can make it just because they're gone. God still got you here and let's go to heaven together. You know, and I repent with each one. I don't care how many it is because I like people to know I'm no better than you. I was a sinner. And God, Jesus died for you and me. So that's what Women of God Networking, that's what we do. And okay. we talk business too, a lot of business, but we network. Mm-hmm. Winning a million plus souls back to Christ is what I would like for God to do in this season. The devil is busy, so the saints of God need to be busy too. Every woman should be standing up and reclaiming her home. And sometimes all she needs is a voice and a kind word. Amen. Amen. And that is so needed. Everyone, you know, we all have a purpose and we're while we're here. And it's and it's amazing that your ministry is helping so many women and even going by your own uh personal experience, you know. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, so I was, you know, reading your your bio as well. You were uh, expressed that uh, you were paralyzed from the waist down and and God delivered you from that, you know, and and God is good, you know, I praise God for that. And so can you share your powerful story? Well, in like 2013, you know how women kind of, she has her undergarments on, and sometimes you can wear the wrong one, and it can feel like something is too tight. 
Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I felt like something was squeezing me. It was just too tight, you know, around my waist and my lungs. And it just kept mm-hmm. squeezing. And I went to the doctor. They said, well, guess what? You may have shingles. I, me being a jokester and the person I am, I said, doesn't shingle come from nasty people? <laughs> and, the, and the doctor just laughed like, um, okay, no, but it can. I said, well, I'm clean, so I don't got no shingles, sir. So he mm-hmm. said, okay, well, then let's run some tests. So they sent me to a doctor to run some tests. They could not find out exactly what it was. So I started going to different doctors um, for CAT scans, MRIs, MRIs mm. with contrast. But as I'm going through this testing, it's getting worse. So the numbness that was around the waist and the belly button up underneath the chest area, now it's on one side all the way down to the right side to my feet. So then by six months later, now it's on both sides. Guess then what? Six after. Eight months now, I complete completely cannot walk. Wow. I'm in a wheelchair. Um, they've been giving me so many steroids and so many types of medicine. I gained over eighty, I think eighty five pounds. Mm. So I went from being um, a smaller frame person, but yet tall at five eleven, to gaining a lot of weight. And at the time, I was a pastor's wife, mm. so I didn't understand. But I was working so hard for God in the outreach, outreach ministry. I felt like it was the enemy trying to stop me. So I had to claim and say, no, devil, you ain't going to stop me. So the doctors told me you'll never walk again. You know me. I told them you're a liar. That's right. I'm going to walk. And I got home and I started fasting and I started praying. And I asked God, I said, Lord, I said, how am I going to shout again? Because I'm a dancer for the Lord. And I don't know about nobody else, but I like to move. I like to shout. I love the Lord when he moves me, when he touches Mm me. I'm happy. That's me. And I'm like, I can't dance or shout. I ain't going to be able to run. I'm going to be in a wheelchair. Me, strong, who can pick up my own couch, move my own furniture. Mm -hmm. So as I began to pray and fast, other things became worse. I ended up getting fiber, having fibroids. They had to remove fibroids. Um, I ended up having with the fibroids. Everyone knows as a woman, it can change your uh, female organs and make your reproduction systems work harder. So now every month is worse. So then as I'm going through that, they do a surgery for that. And then on top of that, I get a blood clot in my lungs. Wow. So now I'm paralyzed from the waist down with blood clots in my lungs. I have to take shots in my stomach. Hmm. I'm over 15 different medicines and I'm almost 85 and 95 pounds heavier. Wow. And one day I was sitting on the couch. And my daughter seen me slobbing at the mouth because they had gave me so much medicine. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't work, couldn't do hair, couldn't do nothing. So mm-hmm. next thing you know, she says, Mom, what's wrong with you? And I tell my daughter, I say, huh? And I remember just holding my hand out. It was so much drool. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? The devil is a liar. I'm not going to take all this medicine they give me. So I start taking medicine the way I stopped taking certain medicine. I start fasting more. Hmm. I started praying more. Yeah. I had to start. I was literally crawling now because I could use my arms. And I was crawling to the restroom because my children were young and in high school. And the husband I had was married. I mean, he was moved away. He was, you know, moving around working. Yeah. So it was just me at home. And I had to do the dishes. I still had to try to figure out 
how to do everything still because my family needed me. Right. So next mm-hmm. thing you know, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm fasting. They still didn't know what was wrong. They didn't know why. They just said I had transverse spinal myelitis, which is swelling of the spinal cord, which caused double vision and optical nerve damage, headaches, migraines. Mm. But I can go down the list of the bad part. But the end of the story is I never gave up. I never stopped. So eventually I started sitting there on the side of the bed, lifting my legs up one at a time. I never had physical therapy. Mm-hmm. I did it all on by God's graces on my own. Wow, amen. I never quit. I said, the devil is a liar. I'm going to shout. I'm going to dance. Yes. To this day, do I have residual issues still? Yes. Before I got on the clubhouse where I was gracefully able to meet you and you heard me talking, I was going to the chiropractor four times a week just to get my decompression of my spine because the nerve pain is so bad. Mm. So every day I take a medicine for the nerve pain, but I can walk, jump. I, it's not all 100%, but it's surely what they said I wasn't going to do is walk. Yeah, I know that's right. Amen. But then after that, two years later, they remove a foot of my colon. And here's the story about that really quick. Okay. I, two years, I'm hurting, something wrong with my stomach. I keep telling them something wrong. They tell me, no, it's, you just constipated because of the medicine that you're on. Mm. I tell them, no, that's not the issue. So eventually I'm sitting there on the bed and I get to hurting so bad. God says in a low voice, go to the hospital. I said, no, I don't want to go. You tell me again, go to the hospital. Mm. I said, no, I don't want to go. He said, I, the Lord God said, get up now and go to the hospital. Mm. When I went to the hospital, the doctor says, what are you here for? I said, there's something wrong with my stomach. He said, well, all the the scan says everything's fine. I said, look, can I have your hand? I took his hand, put his hand on my stomach. He jumped back. He said, ooh, it is something. Mm. So then he ran more tests and came back and said I had a colon, foot long colon, tumor. And it had closed, my colon had closed in the size of a straw. And in two more days, I would either needed a colostomy bag or I would have been dead. Wow. So they said, you got cancer. I tell my mama, I told the joke again. No, I ain't got cancer. Cancer don't live here. I'm a Leo. (laughs) (laughs) I said, cancer ain't assigned to my name. And I yep, jokingly again in a serious moment. Because when I get nervous, I crack a joke every once in a while. Mm. So (laughs) the doctor, I tell him, don't tell my mom. I'll talk to her. He goes in the other room, tell her, hey, your daughter got cancer. She comes back in crying. Mm. Well, I'm trying to hurry up. But anyway, the next thing you know, I'm laying there. My mom's crying. I pray for her. Mm. The nurse tells my mom to leave because she sees me getting upset. So the nurse says, all my life, I've been here 17 years. She said, I've never seen a patient get a resort like yours. And pray for the family. Mm. Usually all the family praying for the patient. Mm -hmm. So I go through the surgery. Hurry up. I'm out of the surgery. Fast recovery. After I go through the fast recovery, now I'm waiting for the test. My daughter taking medical code and the test comes on the Sunday. She reads it for me. No cancer nowhere. One whole tumor, 17 tumors inside of it. Not cancer nowhere. 
Nothing. So that's how I know God can and he will, honey. Yes, yes. Do anything but fail. That's right. Nothing but God. And that's amazing. Praise Thank God. You, God is amazing. Thank you, Jesus. When I think about it, mm. that's why I can tell other women they can make it through. Yes. I tell women I don't care how bad it looks. Did I suffer? Yes, I suffered. Was I crying? Yes, I cried. Did I want to give up? Yes, I did. But you I didn't. just kept on pressing anyway. Yes. And I that's didn't amazing. give up, honey. And I'll tell the world now. Wow. That's wow. Don't give up. Amazing. Just listening to that story is is so empowering and just to know not to give up because God got you. That's wow. He got me. He got us in his hands. Yeah. He said, I'm a God that I cannot lie. He said, I look to perform my word. And all you got to do is have faith of a mustard seed. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to have faith to crack a joke. I ain't got no cancer. I'm a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Look at God. He just, and using all that you went through, even to birth your ministry. It's, a, it's always a, it's a, we say, a, a, it's a purpose within the pain that we go through. You know, and this is your purpose right here. Do you feel and believe and know that this is your purpose? It's amazing. I do. And I have every woman and the woman of God. When we're talking, their affirmation is, I'm a woman of God with a purpose. Mm-hmm. To remind themselves every day, I'm a woman of God with a purpose. I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. God, wow. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm not thanking God. Like, thank you, Jesus. I just, God, it's amazing. That's so inspiring. That's all right, because I'm at a thank you, Jesus, right now, too. Like, yeah. I'm over here, like, Holy Spirit, don't act up too bad because they're going to be over here, like, she over here speaking. And what's she saying now? Hey, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus yeah. and all he's done for me, my soul yeah. has to cry out. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank, thank you for even sharing your story because women, we we have to know, not just women, but, you know, but we have to know that there is a God and a God who cares and loves you enough to show you how much. And even during your, your trial, even during the times that you went through the hurt the hurt the pain everything that you went through you still came out of it better than before okay. yeah because i didn't know that he, i'm being the first lady feeding the homeless taking care of people uh walking and praying walking the streets late at night praying for the women that are harlots prostitutes as you want to call them mm-hmm. i'm praying for them feeding them interceding for them giving them clothes that this was going to be the price but anytime you want to do something for the Lord, you better expect, he said, when I will to do good, evil is always mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. And did you, even before this, did you see yourself in this, doing this? Or, you know, did you see yourself actually helping? I didn't want to do ministry? it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to do it. I, I honestly grew, I grew mean because people were so unkind to me. I was picked on all my life for being tall. Mm-hmm. I was skinny, big nose. 
and you know my name, etc. I was picked on. So it made me mean. I became a bully. Um, I started fighting, acting out. You know, I was always, I would say, ignorant. The devil had me ignorant, acting in bad behavior. So I never even thought that I was going to be a first lady. What you talking about, me a first lady? I don't even act lady like. What you talking about, God? What you mean? (laughs) But when he gave me the job, I took it on that I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember we would take the women at the church and it was every lunch, every Monday at lunch hour, we would take the chairs in the church and put them in a circle. And we I would give each person a piece of paper mm-hmm. and we would put it inside of the container and shake it up. And we would talk about three things and we would eat and we would laugh and talk. So before growing up, I didn't even think I was going to be safe. But then you know, being in and out of church as a PK kid, you know, probably people know how they go. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, when I became the first lady, took on the role and did what I was supposed to do, all I did is care about the well-being of others. Then I had the prayer line, Women's Day service. It was so many women coming in. But then um, some tragedy happened in my life. Mm-hmm. And the tragedy happened caused me to get angry with God. Mm-hmm. So being back in God's graces, wow. I still know that my purpose is to care about women, care about children, care about the men of God, care about all God's people so that we're not lost, so that the deaths can stop. If we just get to praying and get to fasting, maybe God would look down on us and see somebody worshiping and praising him and stop all the deaths that's happening. He'll see women standing together in unity, calling on his name. Saying, God, please quit killing. Stop the deaf angel from killing us. Mm. He'll look down and he'll have mercy. Mm. That's why I'm passionate about the women now. Because it's time for us to stick together. Pray together. Fast together. Take back our family. Go back and take them off the streets. So we can go to heaven. Yes. Praise God. Thank you for sharing your testimony and allowing, you know, women to see how God is good and how he can deliver us from, you know, sin and from the, you know, the evils of this world. And it's just, it's just amazing how he uses us, you know, various stories. I know you mentioned, uh, you know, in school, you know, people, used to pick on you because you're tall and you're skinny. I was like, mm, she sounds like me. You know, I'm tall and I'm skinny and, you know, Boy. used to pick on me too. And then I used to fight a lot too, you know, so. Um, oh, but yes. even even then, you know, may not know exactly where we was going to end up, but we had some idea. I'm going to assume, you know, for me, I had some inkling but at this you know at that time it's like we don't think about that you know yeah. you know but god god knows well, they always me. told me i was the one who always called out the back mm-hmm. that's that's deep so going for on your website i see that um you have the woman of god boutique what is that and what is your vision for that, and how does it relate to your ministry that you're doing, too? 
Well, what I want to do is I want to raise money. But, you know, people um, on certain sites are prophesying for a profit. So I figured that I would have the women of God, maybe T-shirts, cups, Mm -hmm. ink pens, notebooks, something that they can purchase that will go towards the cause. Because eventually we want a women of God uh, home base where we can have a shelter, a school. Mm-hmm. We can have um, places where we can have conferences um, virtually because right now we can't get together, but there's ways that we can do it virtually. Right. So we'll need a space or a little studio or something where we can get together. And that's going to cost. Right. So the money for those things will, if a woman comes to us and says she needs rent or she needs something, we can bless her through PayPal, Cash, uh, Vimo, um, Square, wherever she can get the money from Western Union, however she can get it, that we can assist her right. in her needs. I want to be, we want to be, as women of God networking, able to give back and help. Right. Without money in this world a little bit, we can't do much. Talking is good, but when somebody's hungry and they need food, just like in the Bible, mm-hmm. people are hungry. Jesus said, feed them. Feed them, right. So we want to be able to give food. We want to be able to bless people. So the boutique would be just for women of God to be able to raise money for even the children's program. We have mm-hmm. women that want to do events for children or um, things that way. And then we have a lady, she wants to go to the hospitals and hospice. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to, when she goes and she visits these people, she don't have to worry about gas. And it's just for financial freedom right. for women of God networking to be able to move and do and be able to provide what God needs. Yes. We know he can supply all our needs, but I understand. I do understand. He'll open those doors and those funds and uh, it will come. It will come. And praise God for that. And, and, And tell us about the purpose for purpose for purses. That's a cool idea. Um, how do you come up with that? Yes, the purpose for purpose. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, what happened is, what happened is, I always thought about bags. Most of the time, when somebody gives somebody something, it's either in the little drawstring book bag, mm-hmm. or it's in a bag like a grocery bag. And I thought about a woman without her bag. Mm-hmm. What are you without your purse? Mm-hmm. Like women have necessities. We have personal items, toiletries. We need our perfume, our lip glosses. We need a little wallet, a little Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've come up with a way with Women of God Networking to take bags. We're taking donations for purses, gift cards, personal items um, for shipping. Um, We need gift cards from Starbucks and McDonald's, whatever. And we want to grab a, we want to fill purses that are donated. And we want to put the toiletries in the feminine items we want to put a Bible, a keepsake piece of jewelry in there. Mm-hmm. And then we want to put a wallet. And the wallet is a gift card for Starbucks or McDonald's in case she's hungry. Right. And it was supposed to be that each person in each state would collect purses mm-hmm. and that women of God would send them the things that they need. Mm-hmm. they need. But so many women have helped and a lot of women haven't. So right now we're just, we have all of the items that go in the purses, but not enough purses. Okay. And then we need more money 
to be able to pay for the shipping, to send the items out to the people that does have purses. And then we need to be able to buy the gift cards, the Bible, and pay for shipping. So it's if you see a woman that's in need going down the street, you just have a purse with you. You give her the bag like, hey, here's a bag. Here's something. Here's a purse for you. And it's something that she can keep that can remind her of her femininity. Because you leave your purse somewhere. I don't care where you go. You're going back to get your purse. I don't care how far you're driven away. But let you leave your purse at home. But this purse is for a purpose. Because when she go in it, she'll see a Bible. She'll read the keepsake is a cross. Something she can wear on her neck and always remember she loved. Mm -hmm. We wanted to put the women of God, a little card made, and we have those, Mm -hmm. with a women of God with a card in there that has a different woman of God in each purse. So they can even read about another woman of God and be reminded who they are. And then in there also on that card would be our 1-800 number for the prayer line. And that's so they can call if they ever need anything or just want prayer. Amen. And this is an amazing cause. And where can people reach out to you? Okay. Women can reach us out, out to us at women of God networking.com women of God networking.com the the site is self-explanatory everything is there even to donate there you can see our 1-800 number there which is 1-800-895-1866-895-6802 that's 1-866-895-8602 we also have an email there which is women of God networking at gmail.com If you want to be a part of Women of God Networking, we have a Facebook page, which is womenofgodnetworking.com. We have a private group as well, which is Women of God Networking, and that is on Facebook as well. If you go to the icon at the end of the website that says Facebook, click it. You can select it to join, and we are asking that you do join because that way you can put your business in there. What you want to do. We have up and coming exercise zoom meetings. We have life coaching meetings. We have, um, vegan and better eating, um, meetings, um, via zoom. So you'll have the updates on there when we're praying and whatever women of God is doing is connected to that Facebook group. Right. Okay. Okay. And I'll make sure I'll, um, Enter that in the description as well from the podcast. So, um, so what's next for the woman of God? Is there anything uh, going on now? You know, um, like what's what's happening now? What we're doing now is today we just had our business startup meeting mm-hmm. to help people learn how to start their business. Mm-hmm. The eight PowerPoints, one to eight to help them start, you know, setting up finances, websites, teaching education on how to start your business up. Tomorrow we'll be going over business plans, how to write a proper proper business plan. We have prayer every day at 12 o'clock Eastern time. Prayer every day at 12 o'clock Eastern time. Sometimes we start a little bit later to get everybody in. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we're doing now, we're doing the purse drive. What's to come is winning a million plus souls to Christ. Every woman going to tell somebody to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And Jesus is coming back. 
and don't nobody know when. Mm-hmm. But we want you to be ready. Be ready. We play a lot of different games and do a lot of different things to be ready mm-hmm. so we can be ready when he comes so we're not lost. Right. And that's the main goal yeah. is to help women of God not be lost and be able to pray for their families. Amen. Well, I do thank you, Sister Sean. I thank you, Sean, uh, for sharing your, 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 your ministry with us and sharing your testimony, you know, and I pray that it helps more and more women out there to see the love of Christ and to see that they have a purpose to be here. You know, um, I want to ask this question. I know you, you had spoke a little bit about your story and what you went through, but when was your uh what when when was the moment when you received your beauty for ashes? Oh Lord. Well, I'm still seeking more beauty for ashes. Mm-hmm. But as I pray for each individual woman, I realize that it's beauty and praying for others, it's beauty and being an intercessor, it's beauty and standing in the gap. Mm. And my beauty was the moment I just made a room mm. and I just named it Woman of God Networking. And the Lord just started sending people in with all kinds of issues. Mm. And we just started praying. Amen. We started fasting. That was the moment I knew that I had a purpose and that God had turned my life around to make me not care about myself so much, mm. but to actually care about others more. That moment there was the moment I knew my life was never my own again and that I must be a woman of God every day of every minute for the rest of my life because I don't want people looking at me and depending on me and I'm a false prophet or I'm leading them the wrong way mm-hmm. or as we call it a profile prophet via Stacy. She always called them a profile prophet where they just reading your profile. <laughs> And they prophesying over your life on what they read. And when I knew God was giving me what to say to people, I said, Lord, I didn't know that you put this much in me. So this Mm -hmm. is what Isaiah was talking about. Beautiful ashes. Mm -hmm. This was what he was talking about when it wasn't what it looked like. It looked bad. But on the other side, it was beautiful. All I had to do was reach up and grab a hold of God's hand. And that moment was when I stopped being selfish. Mm. And then everything started pouring in. And then I realized it wasn't about any finances. It was just what's in my heart to do. I care about other people. And I realized now why my whole life, my nickname was bodyguard. Mm. Because I was always protecting someone. I was always fighting for somebody else. Hmm. So my beauty for my ashes was the moment I realized that I had the spirit of John the Baptist. Repent, repent, repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Because there's a man coming. And that's what I wanted the message to be. And he just blew it up to be something I never thought it was going to be. Not from a girl that was a gangbanger. 
Mm-hmm. Not from a girl that was a liar. Not from a girl that will fight you in a minute. Not me telling somebody else, mm-hmm. I love you. You're beautiful. You can make it. Yeah. When I put the beauty in others, that's when I realized how beautiful I was. Hey, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Even to this moment right here, it's making me realize now that even everything I went through was worth it. If it's to touch one person's life, to mm. change their every being and everything that ever happened to them. If it just make that one day where they realize, guess what? God loves me too. Yeah. Thank you for being so transparent. Cause that's what I've been hearing. Thank you for telling me the truth, being transparent, being real, yeah. being yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause I refuse to be fake and I mm-hmm. refuse not to trust God. And I know my ladder shall be greater. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know he's going to prepare a table in, in front of my enemies. I know, I know I'm the head and not the tail. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm above and not beneath. I know. When you do what God tells you to do, mm-hmm. that's the moment you get your beauty for ashes. All right. All right. Amen. Amen. And what can you tell those women who are still in their ashes, period, to, you know, to continue to keep on? Now, you know I'm going to laugh, right? Because the first thing I'm going to tell them is to repent. (laughs) (laughs) You got to repent. You got to be godly sorrow, sorry for what you did for yourself, to yourself, Mm -hmm. and to God. Then you got to forgive. You got to forgive. Ask God to forgive you first. Forgive yourself second. Mm -hmm. Forgive everybody else. You must ask God to forgive you and forgive yourself. And then forgive others. To be free. Right. That's when the healing process starts. Agreed. Yeah. After you repent, I would say surrender. Give God everything that you are. Say, God, look, here am I. I done messed my life up. Look, I done made a mess out of everything. I put sugar in my Uda noodles instead of the package. Just be honest with God. Yeah. Say, look, I'm a total wreck. Yeah. And God, here am I. Fix me. And then he's going to take you. And then the next thing you do is just be obedient. Repent, surrender, and be obedient to Mm. God's word. Mm. Get in the Bible, start fasting, start praying. Most of all, believe because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, and don't ask for God nothing amiss. Don't say, God, can you do this for me? And don't believe he's going to do it. Believe it. God says he has to answer your prayers. If you use unwavering faith, Amen. as long as you don't doubt, God will give it to you in righteousness. Mm. And don't go ask for somebody else's husband because that's not true. <laughs> but you can't ask God for your whole ass. You can't be in a place where God can use you. Yeah. <laughs> and come out of the darkness. Yeah. Step outside into the light. It ain't what it looked like. Mm. It ain't that bad. Right. All you got to do is pray. Prayer changes things. That's, that's Said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. That's right. And women of God that's already saved, start praying for the one that's not. Because mm-hmm. he said, ye which are righteous, restore such a one that has been taken into a fault. Mm-hmm. You see your brother messing up, go to him. Use love and kindness. Mm-hmm. Stop being yeah. a, a better, a better bad <laughs> patty. Quit being better. Start yeah. praying for people. It's true. I wanted you to pray for them and you mean it. Oops. 
Ouch. <laughs> Start using well. love and kindness. And some of the preachers also need to repent so they can teach the saints how to love again. And that it's okay to make mistakes. Because if the head go wrong, the whole body go wrong. Mm. That's why the doors of the church is closed now. But that's a whole other subject. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that alone. That's a whole other subject. Uh oh. <laughs> Well, I do thank you. I thank you so much for just coming and sharing your story with us on She Speaks Power. And you have spoken your power and you continue to speak your power. You know, and thank you again, okay? And, you know, and God bless you. Okay? God bless you and thank you for having me. Well, you're very thank you for letting me be a part of She Speaks. And I pray many, many blessings over you and your ministry and what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And you too. Okay. All right. Until next time, speak power, be a light. God bless you. Peace.